0: Steven, it's a new year, it's 2022, and I've got a big, fat, juicy wish that it's going to be a year full of fulfillment here on You Can't Disappoint a
1: Podcast. What do you think? I've got a big old sauce-drenched wish myself just slapped on my plate here in front of me, and I'm going to dig in to a whole nother year of... You can't disappoint a podcast. It's going to be a big
0: year full of winding down our rewatch of community and moving on to whatever comes next for us and to be a part of it with us. There's so many ways to show your support. We've
1: got a big old warm pool here for you. Come on and slip on your skibbies and slide down the ladder and dive in. How, how can they get in this pool Zach, if you put your toe in the water and it feels fine and you want to
0: get waist deep, come join us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Can't Disappoint Podcast. It's the way to support this show and to help us move it forward as we move into the future. It's also the way to get more of us every week with our live pre-show every week, You Can't Disappoint Pre-Show, and all kinds of Patreon-exclusive content coming all the time, Stephen.
1: We'd love for you to support us on Patreon, but you can also hang out with us free of charge over on Twitter at You Can't Disappoint we are also on Instagram at can't disappoint Podcast, and we're on Facebook and YouTube under the whole name of the show, You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. Also,
0: if you would like to be a part of the show every week, you can email us at can'tdisappointpodcast at gmail.com. To be a part of next week's podcast, write us in your trivia, your favorite funny moment, and your episode MVP for next week's episode of Community, and we'll read it out loud on the
1: show. If you like what we do here, leave a review wherever you leave
0: reviews about podcasts. Yeah, maybe like... The Sharper Image, product review site. Leave us a review there. Uh, There's
1: like a box full of sticky notes at my post office.
0: Write a review and leave it there. I hope you guys are jumping on board with us and you're ready to traverse 2022 with me and Steven. What do you say? Let's rip our way into another episode if you can't disappoint a podcast.
1: Cannonball!
0: I'll put like a big splash splat. <laughs> So what do you think? Easy, uh, both of us straight to the bad place, no chance. What do you think? What are our what are our odds? Well,
1: uh, you're for sure going to the bad place, Zach. You're what? you're white. The gay it's stuff. It's Is it the gay stuff? <laughs> I mean, that helps.
0: <laughs> you're saying all white people go to hell. Right? Yeah. Well, if I go to heaven and it's all white people, it would be hell.
1: Mm-hmm. I think
0: I want to talk about. Taxes and the latest Adele album, All Eternity? No. You know, if there were more shows like (music) Frasier. Hi, everybody out there. Welcome to a special edition of You Can't Disappoint a Podcast this week. I'm glad you've all joined us. It's, It's great to be back for the second of four editions in America's Next Top Zack and Steven Rewatch Podcast. I'm glad you've joined us. This I'm... is
1: the voice! Yeah. So you think you can dance, dance, dance. That's the only one I know. I was trying to
0: think of like a tune that has the word American Idol in it, but it doesn't exist. Mm-mm. That's not what their show is like a bana wanna want
1: man, man, that's what it is.
0: American American man Idol, Idol. <laughs> Hi everybody, I'm Zach, and you and I are on our way to Coolsville.
1: Uh, I'm Stephen, and I didn't think of one, so I'm just gonna do a disco Janet dance. <laughs> out of sight, out of sight. No
0: one will ever see it but me. But I really liked, I really liked what I saw. Yeah.
1: Well, I let's like start off the scenes.
0: program. We're here to talk about the second option for our next rewatch podcast, The Good Place. And Hello. I am tremendously
1: excited to discuss it. I am too. Uh, this is a show that um, I feel like we got into it about the same time. Well,
0: uh, b- b- hit a pause right before we get too deep into it, because I want to shout out still on this special edition of the podcast this yeah. week. Yeah,
1: me i guess Sorry, who cares I'm so what flimmy. i'm
0: excited about i agree Am I excited uh, about- no 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 i'm yeah, more excited about the people who <laughs> give us a little of their hard-earned cash over right. whatever you're thinking about this 30 seconds uh, <laughs> i want to shout out our ten dollar and up patrons over at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast danny m lugo mary baker budisa brian thurman planeswalker prez and brandon Brendan. T- brendant brendant Sorry, Brendant. Brendant
1: Fulcomer. Big fans of all those people. I think people. it's f***. <laughs> <laughs> it's just f***. Uh, it's they're f- all going to the good place. Brendant f, <laughs> f- <'em more. laughs> Sorry. This is how we lost Tim Tam. <laughs> this is, yeah. Rest in peace. Yep. We sure did. I think Tim Tam we went to the good place. I hope you're still around. No, oh, Tim Tam shippers absolutely. go right to the bad place. <laughs> <laughs> because
0: of the age thing. Yeah. Well, welcome to the show, everybody. Also, we've got a shout-out, even though, you know, it's a little a somber shout-out because it's just an ever-present reminder that our days with communities as our community papa on a regular weekly basis Mm -hmm. are dwindling.
1: Yeah, he's moving from every other weekend to uh, every other birthday, which is a much tougher deal for us, better deal for him. By the time this podcast airs, it's about
0: the end of August. Wow. We've only got... Four months left of being a weekly community rewatch podcast, and only two of those are like spent watching the show. You wow. know what I mean? We're we're yeah. we're really getting to the end of it, and we wouldn't have made it here. We wouldn't have even made it past the first ten episodes, probably, had it not been for the support, the the kisses, the late night love notes from our good old pal at Communies on Twitter. We're very Nothing thankful tickles. for all they've done for us. <laughs>
1: Nothing tickles my toenails like yep. seeing a letter slide under my door and and smelling that musky musk yeah. that is the cologne worn by our our esteemed padre.
0: Who is almost absolutely not listening to this podcast right now because it doesn't have anything to do mm-hmm. with community? So we
1: can say whatever we want. Yeah, we can say whatever we want. The, it's not for The kids. supple shape uh, No of dad's his allowed. lips engraved in blue lipstick. Honestly, this has been a those... pretty
0: light daddy talk. We get way yeah. weirder on the ones where we know he's listening. <laughs> yeah. Well, Steven, how you doing? What you've been up to? What's going on in
1: the world of the dancer, the professional, the lover? You know, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I am at least one of those things uh you know it's getting back to to working i'm hoping to get back to working on like my competitive dancing soon which is Mm -hmm. you know exciting uh performed for the first time in several months a couple weeks ago so that was fun did a routine with danny Again, the routine tier in Patreon, you can get there, too. Just shout out enough cash. Yep. Send us a DM. We'll tell you what the number is. What do Everyone's we have to do
0: to get you to go try out for one of those dancey shows and to document all of it?
1: Uh, you could do it
0: seriously, but yeah. I would want comedic content out sure. of it. Sure.
1: I mean, if something and Dance comes to Chicago, I would go, I guess. If, I'm not good enough to win that show, but.
0: But if you found out they were coming to Chicago, would you be like, well, I might as well go do it?
1: maybe yeah
0: you got those dancing tip tapping toes i did i when i was
1: in high school i did see before i even knew how to like actually dance i was like planning on auditioning when i turned 18 for For so you think you can dance specifically yeah Yeah.
0: i watched a lot of the singing competition shows growing Mm -hmm. up so i definitely daydreamed a lot about yeah when i was younger trying out for simon giving you that yes
1: oh why that one
0: well because i was a kid and you could be a kid on that show You can be 16 on American Idol. Yeah, but I'm talking young. Oh, you you were like, "Ah." (laughs) I was going to try out with Consider Yourself. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Simon, consider yourself for the family. David Hasselhoff, just standing (laughs) ovation. Remember
1: when he was a judge? Yeah. Well, we're here to talk about The Good Place. (laughs) One of the... I would give you my golden buzzer. You gold my buzzer (laughs) all the time.
0: We're here to talk about The Good Place. It's a very good show, and not many times in the last 10 years has a comedy show premiered, and from the very first episode, just been wow. Yeah. Like, what is this show? Where are they going with this show? And that was at the beginning of the show, which went on to have so many crazy twists and turns that mm-hmm. the beginning of it is almost irrelevant to the to the second half. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just a, a life-changing experience coming across this show for the first time. And it was an absolute treat to follow this show on air for the four seasons as, yeah. as, it, as it did its thing because it was just full of surprises, uh, full of laughs, a really, really phenomenal comedy show. I have a lot to say about it,
1: but tell me a little bit about how you found it. Did I make you watch it? We, I know we were at this, we were like even with each other when the second season started. So I know we at least watched the first season together, but I don't think you had finished the first season when I started watching it. That's not true. I watched the first season as it aired. Well, then I probably f***ing did too, Zach. That was when I was
0: living in Muncie.
1: Yeah. And we were friends before then. Yeah. I don't remember
0: exactly. I don't think... The first season we were watching it together. I think or that like, we had both commenting it, then, by on the time it weekly we together. About it. But I'm sure you were one of those people who I was like, There's this new show, it's incredible, you've gotta check it out. Yeah. And that was back in the days where you would actually maybe listen to me and put it on. Not these days.
1: No. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I watched it either like like I remember watching the finale, like I didn't the have first cable. season Yeah. And being like, Holy shit. And I remember us talking about the second season as it was airing because we were like, yeah. How can they keep this up? Yeah, you the bitch. second season especially is
0: the season that I remember having constant weekly communication with you. Because mm-hmm. I'll be honest, when the first season aired, I, the first episode, mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. Uh, without knowing, and I, I want to say right here, The Good Place is a show with a shit ton of spoilers. Yeah. If you haven't watched The Good Place, we are going to keep it spoiler-free to a point, and yeah. we'll let you know when that point Get up is. five more minutes, Pete. No, longer than that, I think. <laughs> Uh, we'll talk vaguely about how there is stuff that you find mm-hmm. out or whatever. But until. We'll let you know when we're going to talk about the season four episode. We're here to talk about a can little bit. Can we make like a really on.
1: loud, like, spoiler alert warning? You but can. But not sure. like add it in after the fact. Like No, I mean, like, you're going
0: to no. do it live. Well, that makes me forget what my point is before I Good. before I had the spoiler talk. You're oh, watching when I was two. watching the first season as it mm-hmm. aired, the first episode blew my mind. And then by. Midway through the season to the uh, towards the end, because I was watching so much stuff and I didn't mm-hmm. know what was to come for the show, I yeah. was kind of background watching it to the mm. point where I background watched the 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 first season finale and the first time I watched it missed the the twist. Wow! Because I wasn't really. If that's actively... not the
1: most Zach Pruitt thing I've ever heard <laughs> it happen. <is>.
0: Because <laughs> You're I was like, wait, really... so
1: who? Who, <laughs> Eleanor? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that bad. When's Dak Shepard gonna be? In it this? was
0: just like one of those shows that I was actively doing something else mm-hmm. while I was watching it. And then people reacted to the finale and I was like, I didn't really notice anything <laughs> And then I of course went back and rewatched it and gave it my undivided attention mm-hmm. because this isn't a show that you can just watch in the background. Yeah. Uh, which absolutely makes it uh, a front runner for our next show mm-hmm. because every single episode has so much to dive into. Oh yeah, and every single episode has so much to do with what came before it. Um, can you think of any other sitcoms like this that they're this shocking? Like not shocking. I'm just thinking of the forward momentum storyline to where if you watched this episode that we're about to talk about mm-hmm. a little bit later. For the first time, as your first episode of the show, you'd be really lost in a lot of the. I feel like this is one of those shows where you have to start from episode one in a good way. And it aired on NBC. Mm -hmm. And it's wild because those networks at that time, or really at any time, were not committed to shows like that. For your sitcom, you want something that, for the most part, someone can tune into just about any episode and, and have a good time. It's so risky to put on your on your network this show that if you missed the first couple episodes or or if you missed the first season finale you're going to be lost the rest of the series.
1: Yeah, I can't think of too many other like mainstream sitcoms like this that were as like every episode Bot-fucking. moves the story mm-hmm. forward. Not like no, not really. <laughs> there are shows like Arrested Development that have so many
0: in jokes sure. that you'll you'll miss all the callbacks and won't know why it's funny. But this is one of the few 30 minute laugh a second sitcoms with t- people like Ted Danson in the cast that needs yeah. like a previously on in the beginning of each episode or else <laughs> like even watching this episode removed from my last rewatch of the show. There mm-hmm. are a couple of things that I was a little fuzzy on just because it's been a while. You, yeah. I think you watched the last season more recently. Than I that.
1: watched it pretty recently. And so I was like, oh, great. I remember exactly what's going on now, which was nice. Um, but I, I really enjoy getting to watch this episode again because the last season of the show is still fantastic. It almost made
0: me realize again, by the end of the show, I was actively watching it, but I think my expectations were so high that I, now I go back and watch an episode like this and think, why was I kind of glass yeah. half, half full on some of these episodes the first time? It's phenomenal. Empty. Well, I like to say glass half full because it's still kind of optimistic. That means something different though. Yeah. It means it's like half full of con- of like good stuff, but it's not all the way there. If it's half empty, you're more focused on the stuff that's not there. But if it's half full, you're a little more focused on what's in your cup. And I'm always a little more I don't know exactly when I'm half empty cup. with
1: you. I'm still pretty focused on what you got going on in the <laughs> cup.
0: So what are some things that you like about the show? Who are some of your favorite characters? Uh, the tone of the show. What what stands out from it to you?
1: You know, I think for me, I, I love cheaty. I love Michael. Janet might be my favorite character. I like Jason a lot of the time, too. I mean, I like all the main cast. Yeah, it's Um, got a great main cast. But I think Chidi and Janet are normally my, like, go-to faves.
0: Well, my favorite thing about the show, especially in its later seasons, I was always way more invested in the world of the show and the rules and the lore of the show than really the main characters, so that's what I really love about the show. Just the fully thought out world that is both really out there and also feels pretty in line with what I think a lot of people believe to be true in morality and Mm -hmm. in the way that should be awarded in the afterlife. I mean, it makes it look really silly, but all of the, the truth at the heart of what they're saying in this show rings really true all the time. Yeah, I think,
1: I think, you know, even from the beginning of the show, as much as the scope of what was happening in the show evolves and grows and changes and, mm-hmm. you know, the stakes get higher and lower mm-hmm. uh, depending on which episode you're on, mm-hmm. um, they still I would say almost true. never once it gets going, the stakes get lower. Well, they it's get one of seemingly great, lower.
0: Sure. But it's one of those great shows that for however many episodes, the stakes just get higher and higher yeah. and higher. And like... Breaking Bad levels of bringing up the ante, but still being a light half-hour NBC sitcom starring Ted Danson.
1: Yeah. Right? Um, But I think no matter what's happening in the show, they hold true to the same values and the same like messages that they're sending, and I think that's really cool. Yeah, The Good Place both makes me think
0: about death and my death and what's going to come after being alive, and it makes me feel feel anxious and also comforted mm-hmm. weirdly in the same time it's a really special show uh, the people that created it have done all kinds of great work it's a oh i, I didn't look it's mike sure i'm pretty sure and he's one of you're the you're pretty people- sure I'm pretty sure it's Mike Schur, Uh, and he's one of the guys from The Office, and uh, that makes a lot of sense. It's just such an ambitious concept of a show that you need a name in the industry like someone attached to one of the most popular shows of all time in this era to be able to trust that a show like that can be marketable it's such a daring ambitious idea and that they made it that they got it on the air that it was as good as the concept is and that it stayed that good from beginning to end is a true feat. Uh, Before we move into the episode and maybe a little bit the spoilers that we're going to talk about today, Mm -hmm. I think we should just touch on a little bit about what we think the Good Place Zach and Steven podcast would be like, why it's a show that we think would be fun to talk about every episode in in an in-depth way like we do here
1: with Community. What are you thinking? Well, one thing that excites me about this idea, Zach, is that you and I both have very different perspective and scope and experiences with religion and faith and mythology and things like that. And to the so point ex-
0: where we've butted heads
1: over it. Yeah, we've had some mm-hmm. like real... Like, Not fights, but we've no. butted heads over it. Yeah, yeah, we've had some good discussions, I think, over the course of our friendship. Um, just because we both have different perspectives on things and different feelings about organized religion and faith and the difference mm-hmm. between them, you know? But I think that that... Already has spurred some really cool conversations, and a show that centers around what happens after you die, yeah, and how your actions on Earth influence that. It would, I think, come up with some really cool things. I know you and I also have very different viewpoints on like some things that are right versus wrong and the gray areas, and I think that'd be some really cool stuff to get into and hear. I'm interested what you mean by that. Right versus wrong, gray area. I don't know. We've had some discussions before about like when stuff is okay versus not, like. I'm just curious.
0: I'm not coming at you. I'm no,
1: the the one that I remember is I think we were ah. having a conversation one time like is it okay to like do you think you could kill someone if x was happening? I don't remember that. Okay. Yeah. And what? We disagreed? We've well, we had different answers.
0: Sure. Okay. Yeah. I w- <laughs> sorry to derail it. I was just curious what you were talking about. That's I like think one you're I right. Remember. I think we would have a lot of great conversations because I think we both agree with a lot, most of the ideas about what's good and bad that the good place puts forward. I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that we agree on everything outside of that. However, I think the good place smartly... Even though it's so about the afterlife, it has very little to do with religion and very yeah. little to do with faith, and almost smartly uh, doesn't ever bring up any idea of like the boss
1: or of like no the, of God or whatever. Because every time they're like, "Oh, so this person's like God," they're like, "No, no, 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 no."
0: <laughs> but of course, with us being people who grew up in the church mm-hmm. and. Uh, the amount that that has influenced where we are now and how much it it interacts with our current life is very different, even though we come from quote-unquote similar in some way Mm -hmm. backgrounds. I don't know. I think we could have a lot of really fun conversations. Yeah. And a good laugh or two along
1: the way. Oh, totally. This show is hilarious, and I think... Answers a lot of questions in a funny way, and I think that yeah. ethics is fun to look at sometimes,
0: or doesn't even always answer the question, but just brings up the question and makes yeah. you think about some some huge, uh, unanswerable ideas that mm-hmm. that don't often get brought up on on network TV.
1: Yeah, I think that this show also has so many like. All the main characters are very different for a lot of reasons, but also have similarities between each other. And I think it'd be fun very to look Very strategically at... different yeah. from each other. Mm-hmm. And I love it. I think it's, the show is just really, really smart, but not in an obnoxious way where it's like, I'm a smart show and I'm showing, not telling. But it like just is really clever. And I if think anything, that's brilliant. It
0: hates on people who are like that just as much as it hates on like the full out bad people. Yeah. You know what I mean? It has a disdain for being like, I'm better than you because of this. I think.
1: Yeah, I think so for sure. Um, I think there's just so much. The show is so much fun, but still has a lot of heart behind it constantly, and in surprising ways sometimes. Yeah. Um, you know, I think this also has a show where the characters grow in different ways and different amounts. But I think, and that's all a lot main- to say for. I don't think it's a spoiler to say uh, a show where it starts with the
0: characters being dead. Yeah. <laughs> and they grow and change in unexpected ways, in, mm-hmm. in really satisfying ways, while always staying true to themselves. In fact, we'll uh, talk in a little bit here about this particular episode. I think it really highlights how a character like cheaty really yeah. changes for the better over the course of the show to really turn into a hero. Um, yeah, a really great show. I would be really excited to talk about it episode by episode to have those those conversations and talk about those questions and, and relate our experience or lack thereof to these ideas of uh, uh, what happens when we die, why does it all happen, and how much does it matter while we're alive, all of that yeah. stuff. You know, I think it'd be really fun to talk about some stuff like that. I think so too. Well, do you want to move into the episode though? Let's do it. Should we tell people at this point? Well, shortly we'll do trivia and you recapping the episode. Yeah. So we should probably tell people at this point. We're going to be talking about a a late-run episode of the show. Mm -hmm. So if you're concerned about spoilers... Almost the last one. (laughs) There's like four episodes after this. Yeah. That's almost... I thought this was a good one to choose from that last stretch of episodes because it's not yeah. the, the the last episode, but it sets a lot of that stuff in motion. Yeah. Um, I, I am pretty glad that we were talking about this episode. I'm glad this one a too. Good I one. think
1: one of the ones that I suggested was like right next to this one. Oh yeah. or somewhere, somewhere around there. Um and so I think this is like this I'm glad that it was this episode too. If it was gonna yeah. be a late season one, I'm glad that it was it was this. Yeah.
0: So, if you haven't watched The Good Place, if you're worried about spoilers, and you should be, and you should watch The Good Place,
1: uh, check out here, go
0: watch a couple episodes, and decide in the future if you want to throw your vote towards The Good Place for our next show. But in the meantime, for those of you that are still here, let's talk about The Good Place.
1: Oh, God, oh, God. Because the warnings always go off like right. That's our after special you think celebrity guest for the week, and, Fran <laughs> and Drescher. And Thanks they go, for like, joining the show. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert!
0: Spoilers, Spoilers ahead! <laughs> ahead. <laughs> yeah, just when you think it's done, there's a. If couple you haven't more. seen
1: the good place, pause this video right now. Go watch it, then come back and All leave right. a like in the meantime. We mean it. Not kidding, do it. All right, we warned ya, here it comes. Spoilers. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about
0: The Good Place, season four, episode 10. This episode is called You've Changed Man. I watched the episode twice to talk about it today, Mm -hmm. and it took me the second time to catch the line, You've Changed Man, in the episode. Mm. Do you remember it? Do you know where it comes up in the episode? (laughs) Yes. Do you really, though? <laughs> I just want to be reassured that when I miss things, it's okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> Jason was, like, talking to Sean. Change, like, used you to be changed, cool. man. Changed,
1: yeah,
0: man. Uh, the episode was directed by Rebecca Asher. She directed three episodes of The Good Place. And I wrote down some of her other interesting credits that I found. She did 15 episodes of Grace and Frankie.
1: Oh wow well, I haven't um, watched five. that
0: show. I haven't either. But I know a lot of people like it and talk about it and it was mm-hmm. kinda buzzy for a while. She did five episodes of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Nice. Uh she did thirteen episodes of Raising Hope. Did you ever watch I Raising Hope? I love Raising Hope. It's a good I show. enjoyed
1: that show quite a bit.
0: And she directed one episode of the original run of Arrested Development.
1: Wow. And
0: it was written by a community connection, a guy who wrote two episodes of Community. His name's Matt Murray, and he wrote three episodes of The Good Place, but I signaled out the two episodes of Community he wrote, Advanced Gay, nice. and Virtual Systems Analysis, which is I the like both Dreamatorium those episode, I'm pretty sure. And this episode originally aired January 9th, 2020, which made me think that The Good Place ended just a few weeks before the pandemic. That's crazy. Do you think it's because we lost the good place that everything yes. got thrown <laughs> everything into the bad shit.
1: place? Because I didn't watch the fourth season until recently. Yeah. Because I think I was watching them all, like, but then I didn't have a Hulu subscription that didn't have ads, and I don't do ads. and <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't really do the whole ads thing. Yeah, I don't do that anymore. So I, <laughs> I didn't watch the fourth season. Just out of spite for ads. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm glad that you watched it because I feel like the third season was really great, but kind of a, a downward momentum from the thir- the second, second season a little mm-hmm. bit. And then the fourth season really brought it back to a – for a show that's so unexpecting. It had a, kind of that suspected ending, but in a way that you didn't 100% expect and with some s- really satisfying well, emotional Until the second half that, of the
1: fourth season, or really until like the last few episodes, I didn't expect how it would end really at all. Well, I need to watch it again. It's been a while. I just
0: mean – Maybe not how the show exactly ends, but stuff like how in this episode we're beginning to see the plan for the next afterlife mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I kind of saw how that was going to work its way out as the show ran its ran its course, mm. and it did. But it was still satisfying, and it still had yeah. its surprises. Uh, let's do some trivia.
1: Let's do it. I have some questions for you, Zachary. That's
0: what you're supposed to have. So I'm glad you did it. I've At got six.
1: six. Whoa. Whoa. Sam. I uh, want you go first? Okay. Uh, what season of Justified is the judge on? That's my
0: first question. Aww. It's season two, and she binged You're it in about incorrect.
1: a day. You're incorrect. No, it's season two. I'm She's positive. on season three. She binged season two in like a day. You Wasn't that the slut? question? What season did she binge? I said, what season of Justified is the judge on? If you would let me finish the questions. I was just excited. Before we answering, games. Mr. Connery. Uh, what? Uh... It's, uh, I used to talk, um, celebrity Jeffman's
0: impression of yeah. Sean Connery. <laughs> Damn, um, back. Yeah, because my question was what season of television did the judge binge in one day? Ah, well, those are different questions. Yep. Uh, Why don't you go ahead? Give me another one. We'll call that one a draw. <laughs> I don't like when we're mad at each other like this. Uh what are well, neutral Janet's faster. last words? Neutral Janet, so that's like the very first one. hmm Is she just like, okay.
1: You want to try again? No, I don't really know. This Any one. questions? <laughs> uh, w- these are my last words. End of words.
0: Oh yeah, that was a funny mm-hmm. bit. Uh, who did Tahani once see in Portofino?
1: Bruno Mars, LeBron James, mm-hmm. and who kind of? And then the the white lady whose last name starts with a W. Ruth Weichester. That's really close. I'll give it to you. Dr. Ruth Westheimer. Ah, Westheimer. It was close enough. Who is she? I don't know her. No idea. Mm.
0: There's a Dr. Ruth who was a radio personality. Oh, the sex one. I I don't. Dr. Ruth wasn't the sex one. Or maybe she was. was... No, she was. There was also Dr. Laura, who was like a conservative talk radio lady that my mom listened to all the time. But Dr. (laughs) Ruth is the sex one. I don't think it's the same Ruth, and I don't think it's Dr. Laura either. Uh, Your turn. (laughs) Um what is a
1: Jacksonville plea bargain? Ooh. I don't remember. Uh sleeping with the judge to get out <laughs> of <trouble>. <laughs> Nice.
0: <laughs> what year did Judith Schlar die? Ooh, I almost it's thought on I was the asking this one. Was it 1928? Behind Chidi. That might have been when she was born. She died in 92,
1: 1992. Ooh, I was wrong. Yep, uh so- what is on Sean's lapel pin? Oh, my God. I have no idea. It's Not a, a clue. It's a gold thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> I did think
0: that this is going to be a great show for trivia. Oh, my God, yeah. There's, There's so, so much detail. Much. Uh, what movie is on the billboard in Bad Janet's Void? Pirates of the Caribbean 12. I don't remember yeah, the I, It was line. too small for me to be able to make it out on mm-hmm. my... 260p screen <laughs> but Pirates of the Caribbean 12 was what was important
1: Zach watches it on like a uh, McDonald's toy that you can hook up to <laughs> It's one
0: of those things that usually plays video games outside the play place <laughs> It's one of those screens, I just hook up my HDMI to it and I-, <laughs> I can watch whatever apid. they want,
1: they don't give a f- Yeah, they don't give a f- <laughs> um, What song is playing in Disco Janet's Void That was one of my favorite funny
0: moments I great. am a gummy bear Yes, I am. Oh, oh, that's Disco Janet. Disco Janet, that's bad buddy. Janet. Mm-hmm. Disco Janet. I don't actually know the song, but the judge continues to sing it when she's like, uh, "Erase the earth." If you can well, sing it with the right words, erase I'll get to you. I don't. That's what I'm saying. I don't know it.
1: Ring my bell. Ring my bell.
0: Yeah, I didn't know the song. That's a jam. Getting you should. You would like disco. You like Abba. I like disco. Why are you talking? Why are you putting that as if I've never been? put as if Zach, you should give disco me a try the first
1: time about disco <laughs> zach there's this really cool I'm thing i with the nation it. in the mid to late 70s one of my
0: favorite bands has several disco albums
1: who sparks oh nice i heard about sparks mentioned uh in a video <laughs> cool someone was talking about like popular music but it not always having to be what's popular like you can mm. have like Pop music isn't necessarily Mm -hmm. popular music. Yeah, not anymore. Sure. What did Jason fall into the swamp trying to do? Well, if it is what I think it is, it'll
0: be giving away one of my questions. But it might not be what I thought it was. Well, what do you think it is? But then it'll give away one of my questions. Well, tell me your question, and I'll tell you if it's the same thing. (laughs) Uh, What did Jason try to spray paint on a snapping turtle? Ooh, that
1: that is the same
0: that's the same thing mm-hmm. well why don't well you tell me and,
1: <laughs> and then we'll he's see trying who to really spray paint the taco bell knows. is that logo? the answer is that why
0: yeah. he fell into the swamp mm-hmm. see because i thought that was the answer but i knew maybe it wouldn't be and mm-hmm. i didn't want to okay. botch my believe question. in yourself whose turn is it then i just have one more question
1: it's you i'm done
0: oh okay uh when sean is just smashing stuff mm-hmm. what kiosk
1: is he smashing stuff From it was one of my favorite funny moments. Uh, Joni loves tchotchkes. Nice, that was good. Good job.
0: Well, then let's go ahead and transition right into because we're not doing a rewatch of The Good Place right now. Mm -hmm. We don't, people don't know what episode we're talking about until when this episode drops. Yeah, I don't really expect people to have watched this episode to listen to this podcast. Mm -mm. So, this next segment is very important. Yeah, because Steven, you've got 20 seconds on the calculator.
1: I, I like knew I was gonna have to do this, but didn't until uh-huh. this very moment contemplate the difficulty of what I have to do. Cause a lot this is like the it's good hard. place is jam-packed anyway, every episode. Mm. And it's one of the last episodes of the show. Yeah. There's a lot of them. In a pretty music. major, like Oh, Jesus. Alright. I gotta do uh Timothy Oliphant Proud. I would say right. Oliphant well, in my head.
0: I didn't even get you didn't even let me introduce the segment. I know. Did! Steven, watch the episode of the show that we're watching this week.
1: Did Steven watch the episode of the show that we're watching this week?
0: You've got 20 seconds on the calculator. Are you ready? <laughs> That's a callback, Zach. You don't have to tell me that. Why are you telling me that? That's a callback. You called are back you ready? to something Are really you ready? I guess. Okay,
1: let's see where this goes. Three, two. One. Go. Chidi's confident now because he saw the time knife. He loves Eleanor. Um, fuck. They're going through all the Janets, The judge and Janits try and find where the button to erase all of humanity is, but they have to come up with a, a solution that the good place and bad place agree on. They finally come up with one after a couple failed attempts, and it's to have everyone go to the bad place or they be judged, and then they, everyone can go to the good place. They don't go to the bad place. Go to a neighborhood that's created <laughs> by a- Stop. <laughs> That was funny.
0: They go to the bad place. Well, no, they don't go to the bad place. <laughs>
1: Isn't every um, place really the bad place if you think about it, Zach? That yes.
0: That wasn't good. <laughs> but that's hard. Yeah. If you're the one doing the segment and this is the show that we do, there are going to be episodes that are extremely mm-hmm. tough for you, which I think will be pretty fun. Yeah. But for that that was like a C-. I'll take it. That gets me to the medium minus. place where I can drink lukewarm beer mm-hmm. with. That's bad place. I, I, C plus. We're talking medium place. F- Somebody, I think a C a minus rating. gets you into the medium place. You well, piece it's of average. Trash. It's uh, I wrote down average. some favorite funny moments. Did you write down some favorite funny moments? I did write down some favorite funny <laughs> moments. Well, <laughs> let's go through <laughs> them. Uh, my first one I wrote. When Jason gave the idea that it would be a bummer if humanity is destroyed, and he's talking to Michael, and he's like, are you going to at least write it down? Then <laughs> Michael likes scribbles? And he's like, well, did you really write it down, or did you just do a scribble scrabble? Do a
1: scribble scrabble. was my first one, too. Um, I like when – because I think the, the judge being into Chidi is hilarious anyway, mm-hmm. but when she's like, everyone except for you, sh- cookie puss. <laughs> cookie puss. <laughs> I, mama always has room That was for almost you. a trivia question. That's funny. That was good.
0: Man – It's a shame that we never got to on Community because Maya Rudolph would have been great in Mm -hmm. a a moment on Community singing the Maya Rudolph man. What can't she do? She's great. She's so funny and she's so talented Mm -hmm. and she's so beautiful.
1: Her and I love Maya
0: Rudolph. Pregnant? Do you know that she's? uh, I don't know if they ever got married, but she's in a relationship with Paul Thomas Anderson, the film director. I with that they have children together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Paul F. Um,
1: Tompkins from BoJack yeah. Horseman and Best yep. Week Ever. Love him.
0: Punch Drunk Love, Boogie Nights. Yeah. Uh, the next thing, I wrote down the Gummy Bear song playing in, mm-hmm. in Janet's
1: voice. That was That's great. That's just straight out of my awful childhood. I, like, got so into watching it that I kept forgetting to write down funny moments. Um, but I thought that the Joni Loves Chachkis was so mm-hmm. fucking funny. Very, like, Bob's Burgers-esque, almost, with the fun. Oh, the sure. Pun. There's a ton of that in
0: Good Place mm-hmm. with the All the yogurt shops. and mm-hmm. the, the stores are always changing. Yeah um i liked uh at one point um i forget who he's talking to but chidi like comes in hot and he's like shut up shut up up. hi shut up i'm confident now
1: yeah
0: (laughs) it's really funny
1: yeah i love that um i'm confident now when finally they disco janet is great all in in all just a side uh but when they do go into janet's void to like convince the judge of their new plan and uh timothy oliphant is continuously like poking holes in it and she's like whose side are you on and he's like i don't have a dog in this fight little lady i'm just here for clarity like that was so The funny. timothy oliphant cameo is perfect yeah they Incredible. use
0: him the perfect amount and he's just there for the ride and he's yeah. true chaotic neutral mm-hmm. it's great uh what do i have next i really liked the good place or the the neighborhood tenants just agreeing kind of blindly to whatever they yeah. were doing. It's, I I don't remember the exact line, but when they're talking about the new idea for for the afterlife and it's just awful, and they're like, "Yeah, well, that's pretty good. I think we should just do that."
1: Yeah, I d- thought that was funny. We should just sheer? keep going until this demon is happy. Yeah. Um. At the end of the episode, when Jason like throws the button between his legs, and He's there's like, a moment what? where like Tahani looks at Eleanor like, "Oh my f-ing god, <laughs> it's so good." <laughs> Um, what are we doing to their penises? Well, largely ignoring them. them. (laughs) (laughs) The way he throws his hands up, like, come on. (laughs) Um, yeah, I think those were the ones I had. Do you have any more? Um, I do have
0: one more. I just thought the visual of Timothy Oliphant disappearing and becoming a series of cubes (laughs) was really just a funny visual as he snapped away. Yeah, that was great. Let's dive into this episode. Let's do it. I thought it was really fun, really funny, and not having watched The Good Place in a while, it reminded me of all the fun, kooky details that this show is packed with Mm -hmm. and and why it's such a special show. From like the very beginning when it's the the judge turning different Janets into marbles, I was like, oh yeah, there's a whole thing about Janets being turned into marbles when (laughs) when they're put out of commission. I thought that was so funny.
1: Yeah, I love that. From the very beginning, like you said, like you're instantly thrown in. And we haven't watched the show. I mean, I've watched it more recently than you, but being thrown back in, you're like, oh my God, I remember now the stakes of what's happening. They're trying to figure out how to keep humanity from being erased entirely. Or the last time, too. Yeah. They've been juggling
0: this for a while, but it's the last time the mm-hmm. judge is going to press the button to erase humanity. The stakes are all They could stakes. not be bigger, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, they even later in the episode, uh, Sean and Michael are mentioning like, "Well, I'll see you in a hundred billion years when yeah. the humans uh, uh, happen again. When they when <laughs> they come back to this point, I don't know. I thought, I don't know. It, it's just really intense, really, really huge stakes, and yeah. I love watching that. This episode." For being one of the last episodes of the show, does a really good smart job of being intense and in moving the, the the plot forward, but also really featuring the whole cast really well. All of the main characters get their little moments and, mm-hmm. and all of the side characters that we like the most for the most part get their get their little moments. I thought it was a really well stuffed episode with what you want to see when a show only has a few episodes left.
1: Yeah. Um, I really love also how I made it it was reminded of um, and we haven't talked about this in a long time, in hmm. not since season two probably was airing. Um, Cheaty and Eleanor were hmm. instantly thrown back into the fact that, you know, they sacrificed their relationship to have this last experiment they were doing succeed. And Cheaty finally is back and he remembers everything. And the first thing he says to Eleanor is he's like, I love you, like I know that. Through all the lives that I've lived and all the time that I've spent in these different scenarios, like, I love you. And I think that's incredible. And, you know, the fact that he's so sure about it, and, it, and we're instantly reminded how, you know, hilarious they are together when she's like, oh, that's really kind of hot. Should we get out of here? And say, so, wait, wait, wait yeah. no, 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 no. No, can't we do can't that. do that. We're saving the Because no matter how much Eleanor grows, she's still that, you know, Arizona, whatever she refers to herself as. But yeah. it's so good. I was, that was one of the things I was a little bit fuzzy
0: on, just revisiting... Mm-hmm this episode was where exactly in that, like what had just happened to Chidi. But I thought there was some interesting stuff in here. It shows a lot in this episode with Chidi not really being one of the main focal points of the episode, I Mm -hmm. guess, because it's just all over the place. Yeah. I guess I would say the main stuff of this episode is like the judge and Janet and then Michael Michael. and Sean Mm -hmm. and then like the group brainstorming. Yeah. Um, But it reminded me of just how far Chidi's come that he can say so assuredly to Eleanor that he loves her when he wouldn't have been able to say anything mm-hmm. that that assuredly. Um, I really like the side of Cheaty. I like confident cheaty, And it's the Cheaty that he's always had the tools that he's needed to be the guy that puts all the pieces together for everyone. Yeah. But now that his anxieties are out, out of the way that he's he's found his peace with them, he can be a superhero. Yeah, he's a freaking rock star. Mm-hmm. He, and I love like, it. Michael, who's literally this, as far as we know, like an un- all-knowing mm-hmm. entity, like Chidi's the
1: guy that we all look to, like how are we going to get out of this one? Yeah. there's a really funny moment where he's like, you know, Chidi's like, I've seen all these things, and he's like, you saw the time knife? He's like, I saw the time knife. <laughs> huh. I And then the moment after that,
0: he's like, it was pretty
1: cool. And then Michael was
0: like, you're, you're that's all? I don't know, it was, a, it was a cool little moment for something that,
1: i don't know it's not very often people throw around the phrase time knife well and like Cheedy, somebody whose brain would get broken trying to pick what shoes to wear that day mm-hmm. to see this like omnipotent item that controls all of time and space and it's he's like, like I get like, it yeah it's like cool it's so cool um i loved getting to just see jason be jason he's mm-hmm. such a it was hard not to character. just write
0: everything he said down as yeah every funny moment he's so funny Manny Jacinto, I'm not sure how to say his last name. That's the actor that plays mm-hmm. him. His comedic timing and his character
1: voice for Jason yeah. is just perfect. I follow him on Instagram. He's so handsome. He's very attractive. I mean, he so is, always is. the was. whole cast is Cheaty is is a a is the
0: one that's like surprisingly hot. Yeah, when you have seen an him episode and like, oh, in one, I think the last season probably where he's shirtless and it's like, "Oh, you're
1: like, oh, Cheezy's f- he's jacked." Ripped.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What else stood out to you in this episode? A couple things for me were how some of the side characters that are featured in this episode, how fing good Mark Evan Jackson is oh, yeah. as Sean. Sean. From like the lift of his eyebrow or just like the, the kirk of his mouth. I don't know. It just he he is so in control and so in the body of this essence of evil character. Yeah. And then in this episode that asks him to like change his mind a little bit. He plays that really well. You see the turn in that character without it feeling like, "Mama, I'm coming home. I'm a good yeah. guy now." It, He's it like, makes oh, sense "Okay." That because without. <laughs> this new plan he doesn't get to have the fun of playing this game of chess with michael
1: anymore yeah and he ends up siding with their idea just so they can continue to be adversaries which <laughs> i think is really special i think it's so sweet that whole scene with michael where he's you know trying to trick sean into it he's like yeah no more you know i'll see you in a billion years uh it's been fun but there's no real point and sean's like i don't like this this isn't what i <laughs> wanted He's like I, mm, like you can tell in his brain. He's like trying to like process. He's like this isn't what I thought it should be. I want this to be fun. It's it's kind of a beautiful, funny lying when he's like you know you you put a needle through their first eyeball and you're like I'm getting paid to do this and by the thousands one you're like should just become a teacher. <laughs> and I thought that one was hilarious. That is really
0: really funny. So true for something so yeah silly. All of the silly torture methods that they talk about in the show are so funny.
1: Whose throats are they going to be pouring
0: lava into? <laughs> I've got to mention, because we were talking about Michael a little bit, Michael isn't, he's probably one of the lesser focused on characters in this mm-hmm. episode. But Ted Danson, for being such an iconic performer already, I just love the character of Michael so mm-hmm. much. I think Michael and Janet embody specifically what makes this show so special and yeah. different and unique. It's that. Somehow, I have trouble seeing, for whatever reason, older Ted Danson like getting these scripts and being like, So, what are we doing this time? Where <laughs> you know what I mean? But f- somehow, he d- just embodies something in the skin of a human. Yeah, there's so like a sense perfectly. of like
1: childlike wonder in every single line he delivers, where he's like, This is the first time I'm doing this, this or is like it. a.
0: A sense that like parts of his body are going to like twitch because there's something in there that's not
1: supposed to be in there. Well, we issued our spoiler a long time ago, but every time that Michael is evil, he like when he switches to his like sinister voice, it's (laughs) so good. You're like, oh, shit, I forgot Ted Danson's an incredible actor. I totally forgot. That (laughs) moment
0: in the end of the first season where we realize it's been the bad place all along, which it's so crazy to think about the show as a whole now and how Earth-shattering of a reveal yeah. that was in the first season. The concept of the whole show is it's the good place, and Eleanor is not supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. And that's like the sitcom. That's a perfect sitcom setup. They yeah. could have done six seasons of then them in heaven and Eleanor trying to be uh, un, secretive unnoticed. about it. Yeah, that's why I'm saying this show is so daring because mm-hmm. you don't even really know what the show they is threw until the, the last entire episode plot of the first like, season. Surprise, this is not the show at all. And then in the second season, they do that every episode. It's not the show, it's not the show. And it stayed entertaining. And it stayed the voice of that show, Mm -hmm. even with, like, destroying, pressing the garage door clicker to
1: destroy the universe of the show at the end of any given episode. Like, I remember us talking, like, between each episode of season two, we're like, they can't keep this up. I'm like, how do they keep this up? Like, it was just kept, like, banger after banger after banger. And you're like, this is amazing what a special show
0: i would be very excited to talk about this show on a weekly basis yeah and to dive it in like this what else stood out to you in this episode um, thinking back to how the show ends and how this sets up a lot of things. yeah thing? like, I... I saw little hints of chidi's eventual fate of being resigned when it comes to walking through the doorway in the last episode mm-hmm. when he's beyond ready for that before anyone else was yeah you can kind of see the Beginning of that here, I think Justin. I think now so. that he's so he's got his shit figured out, his story's completed, but he's still there. Mm-hmm. I thought that was an interesting thing to see.
1: Yeah, I mean, just talking about the end of the show for a little bit. I cried like the whole last episode, mm-hmm. but I think it's so beautiful to see somebody who the like from episode one has been filled with nothing but anxiety and stress and a sense of like not completion. To see him like mm-hmm. be content is such like a rewarding payoff that I didn't know I needed. Like I was like, okay, Chidi's stressed, he's gonna be with Eleanor, he's smart, he's quirky. But like, I'm like, wow, I'm really happy that cheaty is just like okay. Like yeah. that's like such a sense of peace that he never got to have throughout his entire life. And seeing him just getting to that point here is really cool. I think
0: there's a lot with the Cheaty character that could be analyzed to think about how even though these characters start dead, to think of like Chidi as this really anxious guy and then death, although scary and you spend so mm-hmm. much of your life in fear of it, is like the true final ultimate giving up of all of those anxieties and just like how they say in, in, in The Good Place to kind of become one of the waves in the ocean. Mm-hmm. But I, I think there's a great comforting message to get out of the cheaty character that no matter what when the end comes there will be a sense of solace of 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 what is is i know something that we like to say a lot yeah and and that that it's it's a comfort to let go of everything like at the end of it i think is really powerful and they Mm -hmm. use the gd character to show
1: that really well yeah i also want to talk about how much i love janet i think Uh our like main janet has gone through so much, like, growth and transformation. Um, but seeing how, like, she goes these great lengths to, like, take the judge through all these things and, like, hide that, like, that's, like, it's such a... It's a great Janet episode. Yeah. We get to see
0: so many different versions of Janet for just a second. Which, Darcy Carden Janet. is such a fucking yeah. star. I love well, her and everything so... she's in. She's so great because Janet has to be so many things while always being the same exact thing. And she plays that part so well. She's such a great embodiment of of siri or whatever yeah is what the not a girl joke
1: will always be will mm-hmm. land for me every single time but by the end of it i even lose track of like well what is she by the end of yeah. it she's not what
0: she, she's not what the rest <laughs> of the janets are anymore no what she say? she's like i can keep i can put four people in my void and they can change and i can change and yeah. that's weird
1: yeah it's great i i think you know we talked about my uh Rudolph is a judge. Interesting character. Um, I think. So Eleanor kind of takes a bit of a more backseat this episode, which Eleanor kind of does as the show progresses a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, But Christian Bell does such a great job of like. She's kind of the engine that's moving, you know, the whole time. She's you know steering the wheel but not really dry steering the wheel she can keep the coal going in the engine and keep yeah. everything
0: moving but she doesn't really have an idea of like where they're going or no. what they're gonna do she's like on there. the
1: like f- you know she's bottom of the motivator. titanic just throwing yeah. you know but yeah. she does a great job i think tahani is the character that has a lot of growth as well and she's kind of the of, I, I kind of forget about Tahani sometimes in terms well, of... Well, while like in a
0: similar stuff. way, Tahani grows a lot while still, like Eleanor, being Tahani, she's yeah. still going to name drop and then need to be reminded why what she's doing or saying is coming yeah. off as passive-aggressive. I do think it's funny that she keeps like, you know, and
1: I'll let you know how to torture right now. I can't pull off a mod look. It's just...
0: Can't do it. <laughs> and, yeah, and then in the end when they're talking about what each of them brought to the neighborhood that helped them grow when she's like, and I cannot pull off the mod. <laughs> she's like, well, okay. I know there's other things wrong with me, but that's clearly the main one. It's so good. What do you want to talk about, about this episode? Anything else you want to mention before we get a little bit existential and, um, and, 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 name some, some victors at the end of, of this week's foray into the good place. I'd like to talk about Timothy Oliphant a little bit. Yeah. He's handsome. He is very handsome, and he's he's a really fun guy. My main what I know about him is less what I've seen him in and more him interacting with Conan O'Brien. Mm. Uh, his episodes of Conan O'Brien's podcast are so funny. I think I heard he'll, the first one. He'll just, like, interrupt Conan and start, like, doing his own ad for something. and <laughs> I don't know. He just has a really funny, like kind of a burt reynolds yeah yeah that's a I can great do comparison and say whatever i want and it's funny and i'm the coolest hottest guy in the room i don't know he's a really cool dude
1: my first thing i remember him from is danny cordray on the office and oh sure I was yeah like, and i
0: almost even forget that he was on the Office. yeah
1: and i think that character is so funny because he's so freaking him. charming yeah like anytime he's anywhere like i want to watch justified just to see timothy oliphant what was that show he was on that show on netflix with drew barrymore
0: Oh, the uh, Santa eating Clarita Santa Diet. 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 Yeah, I watched the first season. It was pretty good. Was it but I good? didn't I, I like watch watched more. It. it was cute. She was a zombie. One of those right? like off the wall comedies. Yeah, she was a zombie. Nice. That's hot. I really like Timothy Oliphant showing up in this episode, and I even liked the the credit in 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 the end of the episode. It said Timothy Oliphant as in quotations Timothy Oliphant. That's really he's funny. Not really playing himself. No, he's playing. He's the playing Janet like version. the image of himself like, the Google image copy-paste <laughs> version of him that will literally just get the judge to listen for a while. And he's such a great... I don't know, like, there's the moment when he's like, and who's going to give the test? Yeah. he's <laughs> like... Well, some of this stuff we've already got figured out. Some of this isn't worth yes. asking. Or uh, him being like, I don't have a—I don't have an uh, idea. Horse or in I this have race. a yeah. horse in this race. I like the penis sound and stuff. I think he's really funny, and I almost... Believe that Timothy Oliphant showed up and just started saying stuff. I know that it was scripted, but yeah, he pulls but it off seems that. It's I just natural. moseyed my way in. Okay, so here's a second. We're going to end the episode by, as on community, we always like to give an MVP. uh I think that'll be different if we do the good place. Maybe yeah. as Steven's, I, this was Steven's idea, but I think we would talk about at the end of each episode, based off of that episode, who most earned their spot in the good place mm-hmm. and who most earned their spot in the bad place. But before we do that, do you think there's a hell? Yeah, <laughs> you think that there's a hell? Mm-hmm. Because I, you know that it's there are a lot of Christians that don't believe in hell anymore. Yeah. I, you think you think for sure there's a hell? You think for sure that there's a there are bad like bad period people and they get punished? Yeah. Do you think that someone goes to hell because they're not a Christian? Not inherently, no. Not at all. Do you think okay do you do you think that what the good place poses is a good idea? Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you not
1: think? Is I think a good if idea? you had a score that was like really low, like you were a diddler or something, like uh, you know, then I have a little harder time saying, Yeah, Give him a couple shots. Give him him a couple, couple Yeah, let him rounds. try again. Maybe They he didn't won't. change the twenty. There's only grown-ups there. He's, you know, that I see some issue with personally. I, I, but, you know, that's my own, you know, staunch feelings on that, you know. On kid diddling. Yeah, you on kid diddling. No diddle, can't diddle kids. Do not diddle kids. Cannot diddle it's no kids. No fun diddling kids. Because
0: well, what I think is problematic with hell is, is not so much the idea that. Good can be rewarded and bad can be punished mm-hmm. at, in the end. The problem more lies with, well, who and what decides what that is. There are easy things to say that are bad, and if people are unashamedly that, that they should be, pu- uh, pu- that they should be punished. Not to say that someone who, okay, we've both established, I agree with you mm-hmm. that like diddling kids is about as bad as it gets. Yeah, and I. Can have sympathy for the mental health of people who are afflicted with those thoughts, and then have zero sympathy when they make it physical in any way whatsoever. Bingo. But that, that, but that's when it comes to the afterlife. Who in what makes that line? Like, if the idea is not believing in religion, shake it up. (laughs) Yeah, this one, good or bad? If it's like not believing in religion equals bad, go to hell. That doesn't make any sense. It is like the good place where it seems like nobody is going to clear that bar. Mm -hmm. Um, but at the same time, and I don't know if this is just our own human, like wanting vindication when stuff is bad, but it it also isn't satisfying to think that everybody just gets to hang out. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, obviously I don't know what happens afterwards, but you don't, I I was hoping you would know. (laughs) I've, I've been dead several times Zach. um, Death is only the beginning. I'm uh, a pretty I
0: know that it's no fun, but I do really kind of think dead gone. I do kind of think dead
1: gone. I'm not I think there are what? Sounds like there's f-ing aliens outside flying by. Yeah. Or a swarm of locusts. It's like they're onto us. They're, they're <laughs> oh shit, the, the FBI code. burst through. Ah!
0: I'm a pretty firm believer that when I die, I'm gonna fall asleep, and I'm probably not gonna be conscious. And if there is some continuation of my energy or something, uh, Zach Pruitt, the conscious being, isn't Mm -hmm. gonna be like aware or you got no soul. I got no soul. Uh, Because when I think about the, I it just I feel like there's no way for there to be a heaven and hell and not for there to be so many people that should not be in hell in hell and so many Mm -hmm. people that should not be in heaven in heaven Mm
1: -hmm. i don't know what do you think about that i i kind of like the idea they have in the good place i mean i i -hmm. think that maybe you just like start over on earth until you get it right that'd be kind of cool i guess yeah but I if like to follow the beliefs of Kirk Cameron's Left Behind. <laughs> if uh, <it's>
0: not, <laughs> Kirk Cameron did not write Left Behind. He directed the shitty movie. I effort.
1: like to think in terms of author uh, slash screenplay writer slash director slash yeah. sound manager, Kirk uh-huh. Cameron's uh, uh-huh. <laughs> Left Behind. I do like the idea that
0: it is not too late to... Let go of
1: what's holding you back as a good person Mm -hmm. until the clock runs out, right? Well, and I even like to, you know, in my happy image in my head, I like to even think that that's not too late. Like maybe after you die, you know, you go and you're like, hey, listen, last chance. Uh, water this flower and you're in. You know, (laughs) and someone's like, "F that flower." That flower, guy. We really tried.
0: We really tried. (laughs) (laughs) Portals.
1: Portals. Straight to hell. Well, unless you're from Florida, it's interesting because
0: I am so diametrically opposed to the idea that if someone different country. Grew up, totally different religion. Never even heard of whatever in this version of the afterlife is the right religion, mm-hmm. and that they like this innocent doctor who saved thousands of lives goes to hell because they didn't pick right, yeah, or they didn't get born in the right place to pick right. I have to believe that if there is something, that it is kind of like a, all paths are different mm-hmm. and all paths lead the same place. And well, uh, I've it, talked
1: about this before on some podcasts we are doing yeah. but all uh, you know and this is a i guess one-off so if there's a good place person that just found this mm-hmm. uh i grew up in a you know christian and muslim split home for a good mm-hmm. chunk of my youth and learning about those and then from that having That's the deeply interesting freedom because... from my you know mom to learn yeah. about whatever I wanted to when it came to religion and always, you know. That's incredible. Yeah, which I'm that, very I'm grateful I'm sure that makes for. a world of difference. That's not the experience
0: for most, most people that grow people. up religious, especially the Americanized Midwestern oh, yeah. branches of Christianity and more just the branches of people more than the mm-hmm. branches of Christianity that are uh, that don't understand the Muslim faith yeah. and don't understand how You know, up to a certain page, it's kind of the same thing. And literally literally, to the last page, it's mostly the same thing. And that's the
1: thing I was going to say, is even if you go back to Eastern religions or Greek mythology and stuff like that, it's all the same shit up until a a certain point. It's all the same myths, same stories, just with different names and different big floaty guys in the sky telling it to happen. But it's all the exact same stuff, you know? So I like to think that most major religions are the exact same religion. They just... Slap I'm a different even getting label to the point
0: it. where I don't even think any of the religious texts really have anything to do. They with They were any written of by that. dudes. It's just all people
1: except for the
0: Mormon plates. They found those in the smart. ground. I'm not. not I'm by not by totally dude. discounting it, but it's all people like feeling and hypothesizing and walking their journey of, of feeling whole with the universe and what comes before and after you're alive in it. Yeah. you know. Uh, I think it's possible that things have changed, or that all of them have a
1: piece of the right thing. I remember I got That's, in trouble in some, like in uh, like youth church when I was a kid, because um, I was watching this band from the Bible, which was especially did on History Channel, where they talked about the books that didn't make it in and why they didn't make it in. Some of which were written by the same people
0: who mm-hmm. had
1: books in the Bible, and I brought up some of those in church, and I like got like in trouble, and my mom like chewed out the lady and was like, "Why? Like, don't be mad. because he's Smarter than you, you dumb, dumb, dumb. You yeah. know, like he." Like learned about it. It's maybe so you cool too. that you
0: had a cool, smart mom. Yeah. That, like I do have a cool, smart mom. Is so sure of her religion, but also is so sure of the world around her. Yeah. As well,
1: you know, so I was very grateful for that because that allowed me to kind of see, you know, what basically I kind of put weight in what I feel like I should be putting weight and energy yeah. into, and there's a lot of stuff in the Bible. I'm like, that's fucking stupid. Well, like, what the fuck is up with the. Uh, growing up religious
0: and really being discouraged to ask certain big questions, Yeah, what's up with that? Because I, I feel don't like putting a wall up to questions like that, I uh, it absolutely had a hand in leading me away from being interested yeah. in it. I feel like if you're met by like, well, that's a really interesting question and you know what? I don't know the answer, but let's talk about that mm-hmm. for an hour, you know? I. I don't know. Why is it that you would be like, well, there are these other books of the Bible or other historical texts from the same times that say this and this and this that for them not to be like, no, stop, alert, alert, stop. I know, stop. they were There's like, well, that's not happening. in the Bible, so it's
1: not true. And I was like, but yeah. it was written by the same guy who wrote the book you're talking about yeah. right now. And she was like, nope, don't talk about that.
0: Well, let's get back to that episode of The Good Place for just a second. Yeah. Wrap this up. This was fun. This I had fun, fun chatting with you. It's always fun. I can just... Man, doing if we get to do this podcast, it will be a lot of fun, and it will be trying. Yeah. Because we are going to get into some heavy conversations. We are. And I think it will make for some great podcasting, but I also think it might make for some, okay, bye. (laughs) No, I think
1: it it could get a little tense, but I think you and I also are
0: always very respectful
1: of each other where
0: we should be. I have so so much love and respect for you and what you believe and feel, but that doesn't mean that I'm not going to get heated and be Mm -hmm. kind of a hard ass about my own opinion when we're – Talking about them, yeah. And I will meet you with
1: grace and love, just as God place, meets me place. every day.
0: In the beginning of the episode, I, I mentioned that I feel like we're both pretty much uh, no problem going to the bad place. Oh, I like yeah. to think we've gained a couple good place points over the last hour. Mm-hmm. What do you think?
1: I don't. Have we gained them over the last hour? I don't
0: know. We sure tried. <laughs> we Did talked.
1: We? we only talked about how attractive the the men mm-hmm. were, and <laughs> does that get us in the good place? Guess it depends on which book we're reading. I think so. Mm-hmm. So,
0: what should we talk about first? Who goes to the good place or who goes to the bad place? Um,
1: let's talk bad place first. Uh, yeah, it's a little tough for me. Yeah, I'd like to go. Go ahead. Um, I think Timothy Oliphant's going to the bad place. Cause first of all. That ass can't be legal, and I didn't see his butt, but I'm sure it's cute. Um, But for poking holes in the plan, he almost fed it all up. What if they didn't have good answers? Well, yeah, but he didn't
0: do anything really actively bad. He just had a curious mind about the situation. Yeah, curiosity killed the cat. I don't think it's fair to say. I don't think it's fair to say that Timothy Oliphant goes to the bad place when it wasn't really Timothy Oliphant.
1: Well, okay, I'm sorry. Timothy Oliphant. There you go. That's important. He did the the quotation. Let me change the I know they couldn't see it, but I think
0: they felt it. I have trouble because part of me wants to give it to Sean, obviously, but he would like that too much. And the end of the episode shows some change in him. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think I'm going to give the bad place to Bad Janet. Nice. For for using her last moments to to fart. Poor choice of last moment. Poor choice of last moment. What about Good Place? Um, Who earned their spot in the Good Place this week?
1: To me, it's Cheedy. Cheaty has showed that he's completed the the cycle damn near. He's grown. He is the Cheedy that he always could be. Uh, for me,
0: it's pretty easily Janet, mm-hmm. like our Janet, because she absolutely puts everything on the line to draw this out as long as she can to put herself to the side and to put all kinds of versions of herself to the side, which I'm sure she at least feels a little something as all Mm -hmm. of these other Janets are being turned to marbles and she's going to be one of the next ones. Uh, she puts that all aside just for the glimmer of hope that maybe her friends will come up with uh, an idea to save humanity. And I think that that puts her in the good place for sure.
1: Yeah, me too. Good, 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 good. Well, we did it. We did. We talked about the good place. And I would be excited, very
0: excited, plenty excited mm-hmm. to talk a whole lot more about The Good Place in the future. I would, too. But that's going to be all up to the people. We've put out two of the four options, and I think they are both very solid. Yeah, and I'm excited about the other two that we have to talk yeah. about. It's going to be hard for our listeners to pick, but it's going to be really easy to talk about whichever one they do.
1: You know, it's funny. Every time I've I've you know been talking to somebody about what we're going to do after Community mm-hmm. when they ask, you know because we're coming to the end, I tell them the four shows, and they're like... Every like every time I say name of the show, they're like, "Oh, oh, oh!" And it's like, (laughs) "How could you pick?" I'm like, "That's why we're not." That's so you know. So it's it makes me happy. I think any show I'd be happy to do, and I'd be happy to do it with you, Zach. Or for five hundred dollars, you can take (laughs) over Zach right off the (laughs) yeah. We will get him out of
0: here. Uh, Asterisk must also edit podcast. (laughs) Yeah, it's got to be that. Yeah, so. We're going to go back into the community grind next week. We'll be talking about advanced safety features. It's the return of the character Subway, who returns as Honda, which will be a fun episode to dive into, which I think this next episode might be the last one that I saw. Really? There's mm-hmm. still, after that one, like six episodes left. Uh, maybe I've seen more, but I know I saw maybe. this one, and I yeah. don't remember what so happened. So that's the some. next episode, and in a few more weeks' time, we'll be back with the third edition of America's Next Top Zack and Steven Rewatch Podcast. But in the meantime, sound off to us on social media what you think we'll be voting for so far. So far, it's are you Team Bob's Burgers or Team Good Place? I go back and forth. I, yeah. Yeah.
1: I'd be happy with either.
0: I have a foot firmly on both sides. So mm-hmm. let us know what you're thinking. Steven, let's see where it. our third legs lands. Let's, let's next wrap time. this thing up. <laughs> I want to tell everyone, if you like what we do here, you want to, you want to join us as we make the leap from community to whatever's next. Patreon's the best place to do it. Patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast gets you all kinds of exclusive content, full exclusive podcasts, early access to this show every week and a weekly live hangout with me and Steven. So I think it's definitely worth those dollars.
1: Oh, it's worth pinching those pennies together and tossing them at us. We'll be in the fountain, yeah. mouths open, waiting for you. Where else can uh, the swine find us online? You know, if you want to roll around in our mud even more, come on over to Twitter and you follow fall us into our swamp. You follow us over at Can't Disappoint Podcast. Uh, just kidding. Follow us over at You Can't pod We're also on Instagram. I don't even think you said Twitter. I did. Okay. You, Twitter. you interrupted. It's Twitter. That's fair. We're that on tracks. Twitter under the name at. They should know by now. You can disappoint. Uh, we're also on Instagram, with the name Candice Point Podcast. Come see pictures of our mud. Uh, and if you wanna get a little deeper in our mud holes, uh, come on over to Facebook and follow us. Full name of the show: You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. Share it with your friends, family, grandmas, uh, math, science teachers, priests. Uh, altar boys whatever floats your boat we'll float them too Uh, and if you want to see our our pretty mugs uh, elsewhere than the Patreon you can come check out our YouTube over at the whole name of the show You Can't Disappoint a Podcast where you'll get the full videos from our roundtables our specials and whatever else we put over there alright well it's been oodles of fun we'll see you all next oodles
0: and noodles I hope you've had a good time from inside Mindy St. Clair's living room black lives matter i'm zach i'm steven and we'll see you next week portals portals